Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage and The Marvels is the 33rd film in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And if you are still super invested in it and looking forward to everything new coming out, I'm happy for you. For me honestly, it certainly has waned over the last years. There was a time a few years ago where I watched every single movie as well as the TV shows. The TV shows were the first thing that lost me, but I'm actually not the biggest TV guy to begin with. But lately I didn't even really mind that I missed two movies in the theater and still haven't gotten around to catch up with them. So right now I still haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder or Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but I didn't hear that many great things about them. I also haven't seen the latest series Miss Marvel or Secret Invasion, which are certainly helpful for maybe not understanding but at least having more of a connection to the things happening in the Marvels. At least I have seen WandaVision, as well as the first Captain Marvel of course, so I'm familiar with two of the three titular Marvels. This one was directed by Nia Da Costa, who previously did the 2021 horror thriller Candyman, and it was co-written by Nia Da Costa, Megan McDonnell and Elisa Karasik. The story or general premise is simple. After some evil Kree lady, Da Ben, played by Zavi Ashton, uses some ancient device in a quest to restore the Kree homeland of Hala, the powers of our three superheroes, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, Monica Rambeau, Tayona Paris, and Miss Marvel, Iman Villani, get entangled. And they have to figure out a way to work together to, yeah, save the universe. But for that they only have 105 minutes, because surprisingly The Marvels is the shortest movie in the MCU. Which might be refreshing, and to say something positive here, I thought the movie mostly has a nice look to it. I haven't seen Quantumania, but I heard it looks pretty rough. There are moments where The Marvels evokes a nice feeling of space, and when we are down on the planets it also feels quite real and tangible. But unfortunately, I can't really say that many other good things about the movie. It's not a total catastrophe, but it's still a pretty hot mess and underwhelming experience overall. The first like 20 or 30 minutes are really bumpy. Our three heroes get their powers entangled and therefore they are switching places with each other over and over again. It is presented in a really confusing way, which at first might fit because they are confused as well. But the pacing is so bizarre and how certain characters react to this very strange situation. How we get a few seconds of random fighting, cut to the family comedy with Kamala, cut to the stuff with Nick Fury over at that space station. Our characters should be really alert and careful and trying to figure out what's going on, but they are really reckless or not caring too much and it's a bit baffling. There are also so, so many instances early on where someone only gets saved because someone appears exactly at the right moment. It also didn't help that, at least for me, most of the comedy fell completely flat. The ongoing bit that Kamala is totally fangirling about meeting Captain Marvel or Nick Fury gets old very quickly and still it's happening for most of the movie. The movie also has some pretty heavy tonal shifts throughout and the wackier stuff didn't really fit in with the actual superhero or supervillain plot about sacrificing or destroying some people's homes in order to save another one. Early on a lot of Skrulls die, a pretty horrible death, and while Captain Marvel addresses that certain difficult decisions have to be made, it still felt very casual. And I really have no idea what happened to all the people on that second planet. And there the clash of tones is even more striking. 
But I don't want to spoil the surprise. It was a pretty neat and wacky idea, but I think also too wacky for this story and movie. Captain Marvel as a character, as well as Brie Larson's performance, are also pretty flat. Most of the time she looks rather dour, which then clashes with the lighter comedy and wackier moments. Some of the heaviness in her presentation even makes sense, as we find out later what happened since we last saw her. And all of that is quite tragic, which again, doesn't jive well with this women team up to fight some baddies vibe the movie wants to go for every now and then. Now, as I have mentioned, I haven't seen Secret Invasion and I assume there might be some background in there that was missing for me. But the villain in this one, what happened to her people and how Captain Marvel was involved in that, it just felt super underdeveloped and brushed over. I can only hope it was addressed in some other material, because here it's basically Captain Marvel thought she was doing something good, no real explanation, whoopsie, turned out to be quite bad. And not really a spoiler, but at the very end she's then doing something very powerful and she's doing it just like that and everything is kind of okay again. Which felt way too easy and also strange because in this movie, after the stuff she did in Endgame, I felt as if they toned down her powers quite a bit to make it more interesting. And coming back to the powers. This whole switching places thing is a neat idea, but it's really coming across more as a gimmick. It's never quite clear how it works, how they control it, and unfortunately they also don't do something truly interesting or spectacular with it. Sure, they use it in all those little superhero brawls, but it's not that they have to come up with some really clever plan or anything. The action is alright, but nothing special, and so I actually was zoning out a bit. The villain, like I said, is fairly underdeveloped, but at least Xavier Ashton gives her a strong presence. She just has this very unique and charismatic look, I think. As far as character arcs go, or character dynamics, the Marvels just delivers the absolute bare minimum. But that means that the movie really lacks some powerful emotional punches. There are a few, but I would say those are rather easy ones, because they tackle things like a mother dying from cancer, or another mother being worried about her daughter going on a dangerous adventure. But there's not much explored there and the misguided and same old humor oftentimes diminishes the stakes. Far too often the solutions feel very convenient and lucky. And as a whole the movie also has this weird patchwork feeling to it, with many characters having nothing to do, some scenes feeling chopped together, the tonal shifts and an overall lack of emotional heft. Again and again I was wondering if I was just being too critical or if I should just enjoy the usual superhero stuff more, but the movie just didn't do much for me. Kamala was more annoying than charming, there was no real spark to Captain Marvel for me, the connection to Monica Rambeau didn't really carry much weight, the humor overall felt flat, the story wasn't that interesting and any potential themes were barely explored at all. It's certainly watchable and there are some fun ideas and moments, but you hope and expect more, especially at this point down the line. And yeah, there is a big mid-credits scene that's pretty awesome and there's one right before the credits that's fun as well. I honestly wonder though why they didn't put the one before the credits during the mid-credits and the mid-credits one at the very end, because at least at the press screening there wasn't a real scene after the end credits. Anyway, in German I'd say, 
The Marvels ist leider eine mittelmäßige Superheldennummer, bei der weder die Charaktere noch die Geschichte oder Themen besonders ausgereift sind. Der Humor nur in den seltensten Momenten zündet und das Nebeneinander von Weltuntergangsszenarien und spaßiger Blödelei bitter aufstößt. I give the Marvels 5 out of 10. It's more like 5.4, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it. Like always, comment below and let me know what you think about the Marvels. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon simply at The Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.